Hi guys, welcome to Style and Direction, a menswear podcast, but without the stuffiness. Uh, this is your host, Ethan Wong. And I'm your host, Les Yagami. Oh, okay. It's been, it's been a while since it's been we recorded. been a while. I think we made this Jack, lo- Jack, that Jack last time, the joke last time. It has been a while, though, and there's a couple reasons. Number one? It's been a weird summer for Spencer. Uh, in between last episode and this episode... My house flooded, and I got an internship at the OC Weekly, and those two things, uh, they kind of take up a lot of your time. So for about a month, I was living in a hotel yeah, uh, and without with... access to my recording equipment. That's right. And this is like my second day back in my house. And with recording equipment. With recording equipment. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't hear me. Yeah. Uh, number two, I think we, uh, we kind of ran out of guests for a little while. Um, well, we... We have a big list. We just forgot to contact anybody. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, if this counts as like a season two thing or, you know, after after a little hiatus, you know, we'll we'll get back into it. We've got some other people that we want to talk to. And uh, before we get too ahead of ourselves, we want to, you know, start doing movies. I think we talked about that the last time where we want to start reviewing uh, films that have great style or films that have kind of influenced us. Because, and today we're doing a yeah. movie... That really influenced both of us. Yep. The Great Gatsby. 2013. 2013. Directed by Baz Luhrmann, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Tugboat, McGuire. And Carrie, Carrie Mulligan's. Yeah. Carrie's Mulligan. Kind of like I was trying to do a golf joke. Because like, oh, Mulligan's. Or Mulligan. Bogey. <laughs> that was my, that was my golf joke. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And... So, yeah, this movie was... Yeah, let's talk a little bit about how it influenced us. So, this was, like, yeah. right when I started getting into vintage stuff, or maybe, like, a couple months after. And at this time, I was specifically into, like, um, maybe 60, 60s vintage. Because uh, of Mad Men. Yeah, kind of Mad Men. I don't think I actually had a lot of vintage. I had, like, seersucker shirts from Kohl's. Like an arrow seersucker shirt that I wore all the time. Uh, I had just like plaid short sleeve shirts that I were like, these are, this is very 50s. Uh, stuff like that, where I didn't, I didn't really know what I was talking about. But again, I was only interested in 50s and 60s looks. And then this movie came out and I was like, oh my God, maybe I should go earlier. <laughs> we had to go back. To the I have future. to go back. Mm-hmm. How old were you during this time? This is so 2013, 2013. 2012. Let's do the math. That was five years ago. So I was probably 15 or 16. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I was, uh, I think, starting my second year of college. Old boy. Yeah, old sport. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Well, because, I mean, you weren't, you weren't like the typical age of a, of a, yeah, that's true. So I was about like, if you were 15, I was like, yeah, I was like 16, 17 years old when I first heard about it. So yeah, I was like 16 years old when I heard about it. And then it came out, like, I think when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think I remember, like, looking up 20s fashion at some point, And I saw on Wikipedia that there was going to be a new one starring Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm like, oh, well, that's the Titanic guy. I really want to see this one. And then Hi. I got into My Dapper Day. My dad just came home. Sorry. What? My dad just came home. Nice. I was saying hello to him. Oh, cool. Hi. Um, so, I was 
getting into vintage at this time. So probably, you know, something like you, except I was always really into like the thirties and forties or when in my head, I thought it was thirties and forties, whatever. And, you know, I think I never had a good example to like, show like what my style was because like oh i i wasn't mm-hmm. really into the whole fedora thing even though i wore fedoras like i'm like there's gotta be a better a, way like a better way or like a cooler way then all, all of a sudden like you see these stuff where like gatsby's wearing like a brown suit you know it looks slim or whatever and i'm like hey that's vintage i'm gonna i'm gonna do that and so i was like waiting for it to come out and i made all my friends get dressed up to go watch it and we didn't watch it Mind you, in like L.A., where there's like you know anything Parties, special, yeah, cool or people. whatever. Yeah, I watched it in my local Riverside Theater, <laughs> AMC, oh boy. Tyler Mall. It's it's kind of weird thinking about how much of a cultural icon this movie was for a while, and kind of still is because it's like I was watching a TV commercial that was clearly in like based on the on this movie that came out like the commercial like aired like last week. What was but it? But it's like, yeah, it's like every high school, I think we had, like my high school had a Gatsby-themed dance. Like everyone was doing Gatsby parties. I still, you know, I still do tux rentals. I still get all the time people like, oh, we're going for a Gatsby theme. Well, if you think about it, there's not a lot of like fashion, like things that you can do that's mm-hmm. like that you can do a party around like yeah i mean i think after like drive came out a whole bunch of guys went as ryan gosling and got that that fucking jacket the secret john jacket yeah you yeah. know and but they you know they do that for you know um halloween or something you know mm-hmm. but gassy parties like oh you could do a whole bunch you could do like a birthday party you could do a new year's party you could do uh fucking tea you know, yep. you, you know, you could do whatever you want, and I think that's what made it so popular. Is that like, hey, there's finally something that everyone's gonna see, and uh-huh. um, it's probably also because Baz Luhrmann made the, you know, creative choice to make it not vintage. Yeah, and that's something we should talk about because when we're talking about the style, we're not gonna be like, we're not gonna nitpick. It's like, oh, here's how it's not 20s because he wasn't trying to make it look like the actual 1920s. We're yeah, gonna be talking yeah. about the fashion strictly as it's presented, just. Like we're not we're not going through the lens of here's how it's wrong. We w- they, I mean our. I mean we we're gonna say here's how some of the it. stuff is yeah. wrong, but it's just like here's you should never wear this for, un, even if you're not trying to look vintage. Right, right. I mean, and mm-hmm. there's also gonna be a blog post uh, that will coincide with this. So you can see some of the pictures and some of the other stuff, and we will get a little bit more nitty gritty on that one. But yeah. for the purposes of this review, uh, we will um, we'll try and keep it light and more into like just. What the characters are wearing as characters in the film. And then what we think about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, did you have any other thoughts on, like, how it influenced? Because I, I had a, um, I turned 18 after it came out. And so I was, like, even, so I guess I'm, I'm born in the summer, and Gatsby came out in the summer before that. So I kept the hype going for, like, a year. <laughs> and then <laughs> I had my, yeah, my 18th birthday was Gatsby-themed. And I'll, I'll probably include some pictures in either the Instagram at Style and Direction or um, on the blog post and show you how bad it is, but like it's like a combination of like twenties through forties, which is what it looked like in the film too, because like okay, we'll get into it later, but like at my party we had guys in like fedoras and boaters, double-breasted jackets, um, you know, it was just a kind of a mix mash between eras, 
and it kind of translates to how people, when people think Gatsby, they just kind of put everything all together. Like, they don't really think 1920s. Or they, they say that, but they, that's not really what they mean. Because it doesn't really translate well. You know? Yeah. I mean, after this movie came out, like, I... There were there was a lot of times where I'm like, I really want to do 20s looks. And um, I didn't really get much. I remember, like, uh, I went to uh, Banana Republic... Um, and some big sale was going on, so I was able to get, like, a green shawl collar cardigan that I was like, oh my god, it's just like in the movie. And I wore that thing just all the time. I don't know where it is. I think I still have it. I mean, it's not bad. I might break it out in the fall again, but, you know. I That was, like, I oh also, like, a, maybe, like, a year or two later after it came out. I got a shirt from the uh, from the Brooks Brothers collection that was deeply discounted, and I wore it to my first Dapper Day. It was the uh, white like pin collar shirt. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I still have it. I lost the pin for it, and I haven't replaced it. Otherwise, I I might wear it occasionally. I I didn't get anything from the Gatsby thing, but I definitely a lot of my choices were from it. Like you know, I tried mm-hmm. to. Okay, so when I went to the part, when I went to the. When it came out, the, when the film came out on like a Thursday night after class, I wore a Forever 21 linen jacket with Hollister chinos. So it's not a suit. It's just two things that are slightly cream and slightly white together. Nice. Yeah, it was bad. And then I think later on, um, when I turned 18 or near when I turned 18, I got like a white wool jacket with patch pockets from H&M. And then I wore that with white cotton <laughs> trousers from well, because Forever 21 you, and again not a suit and your first Dapper Day was like a Gatsby inspired outfit right yeah was, yeah it was yeah. it was I mean it was just more like oh this is what I thought the 20s would look like and I guess it's kind of close I mean it's like it was like a windowpane suit uh with like a contrast vest and then a contrast collar shirt and a pin tie you know rep stripe tie or something with a um with a boater and i love i wore boaters so much like yeah like that that like the movie was like selling it on me and i i try i wore them with like jeans too like i I, it's so bad you know you try and make it like it's not like a fedora where at least a fedora can be kind of worn with jeans Mm -hmm. you know you can't really wear a boater with jeans it's kind of just you can't it's really hard to wear a boater yeah yeah so i mean but that anyway, that whole movie kind of got me into the whole menswear vintage thing. Cause like, after I started posting stuff from that, um, I think that's how I learned the term dandy. Cause oh, I said God. like Gatsby was a dandy, whatever. And then I got into the whole Instagram thing, and then I learned about I am dandy. So like this whole this movie in like 2013 was like the first, like, real seeds of like menswear, for mm-hmm. me. You know, instead of like, oh, you know, growing up as a kid, you kind of like suits. Like, no, this was like, I'm actually going to start wearing this shit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And now here we are talking about it and how, looking back at it. Who would have thunk? Yeah, it's not that good of a movie, though. It's not, it's not a good movie. I don't, I own it on iTunes. I do not remember when I bought it. But, like, I remember watching it. Okay, so uh, Ethan and I watched this movie together maybe like last year or something. And yeah. as we were watching it, I was like, this is not good. Like, this is an incredibly corny movie. I do not really care for Baz Luhrmann as a filmmaker. 
And yeah, this movie, it's just so very, it's I mean, very okay, corny. So let's talk about his creative choices before we go over the film. So again, like we said earlier, he didn't want to make this like a period accurate yeah, drama. Yeah, he and the costume director, whose name escapes me, but I'm... Catherine I think Martin. It, that's, it's his wife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they both stated in several interviews that they do not want this movie to be quote-unquote dated or anything like that. They wanted it to really appeal to a modern audience. So instead of having, you know, like 1920s jazz music, they used electro swing because, kind you of. know, hip-hop is kind of the... The, the jazz like, of today. Yeah, exactly. It's what jazz was in 1922. It's like today. what everyone was, was listening to, you know. Yeah, um, so that I and then the costumes, as we said, they were they're not meant to be strictly 1920s. Yeah, because okay, so I found an article where it said like, oh, okay, so the book was written like 1921, takes place in 22, published in 25, and foreshadows the crash of 29, and so Baz and Catherine were like, you know, let's just take everything from the whole decade, you know, as inspiration for fashion. And then they looked at the the archives from Brooks Brothers because, you know, um, I would say Ernst Hemingway. That's not right. Um, what, who's the guy? F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yep. He like you know he had Brooks Brothers sack suits you know and so they're like oh yeah yeah he was look. like a diehard Brooks Brothers boy. Yeah, but the thing the difference here is that he's like a trad, you know, uh-huh. and not like a fucking dandy. Yeah. And so I don't know where they got this inspiration for their clothes. I mean. Again, we'll get into because it. Because like, it, yeah, it's weird because Brooks Brothers is like we have we you know yeah, we have archives archive. of this stuff. Like we've but got, yeah. not much looks like 1920s Brooks Brothers. Before we get too deep in the clothes, we should just go into like a quick plot synopsis. Right. Okay. So yeah, it opens up with this kind of weird frame story. Right. Where like uh, Nick is in a sanitarium, mm-hmm. you know, or I because guess today would be like a psychiatric ward or whatever. He's, he's morbidly alcoholic or something. Morbid. Oh yeah, they, they kind of pan down and like alcoholic, depressed, like anger. Yeah, and it's it's snowing, and he's looking out the window, and the doctor's like, "Tell why are you so sad?" And he's like, "It's all because back then we were all so foolish, except except for Gatsby. You American fools. He was he was." the most hopeful man i've ever met he was like a machine that measures uh earthquakes <laughs> oh yeah okay and a lot of this dialogue I've, i haven't read the book in like years I, yeah neither have i i think a lot of this dialogue does come from f scott fitzgerald so maybe not to uh you know shit on the great american novelist too much but may, there's a chance if i read it today i would be like this sounds dumb. Calm down. Calm down, F. Scott. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so it goes, like, so it kind of flashes back where it's, like, 1922. It's, like, the stock market was so good. You know, prohibition alcohol backfired so because, yeah. you know, everyone was buying alcohol. It was so cheap. Everyone had it. You know, and I moved. As soon as I finished college, I moved from wherever I was in the Midwest or something. Well, he was a Yale man. Uh, well, uh, yeah, but he's, I guess, from Chicago originally, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was from Chicago. And so he moves, yeah, he goes to school in Yale, so he's an Ivy guy, and then he moves to New York. And for some reason, gets a coll- cottage? Yeah, in, it's, like, a, it's, it's a cottage, like a groundskeeper's cottage. Is he in West or East Egg? He is in uh, East West Egg. West, West Egg. Egg. So he's there, which is a weird thing. Okay, so yeah, it's a groundskeeper cottage, right? Like, mm-hmm. they don't say that in the movie, by the way. They just no, like, they I, do. Oh, they do. I think they said it's like I was watching it earlier tonight, or at least part of it. They were like a forgotten groundskeeper's little cottage. 
Oh, so there you go. And then mm-hmm. like, so as for I guess we can bring up outfits as as they're doing this. So like, there's one really cheesy shot when he's doing his own narration, and like it kind of the camera goes to like this biplane flying around oh yeah yeah and then like, it kind of like and then i guess the camera shifts to the view of the airplane so it starts to do like a nosedive down the empire state building and then it has like this thing where like nick looks up at the camera and like takes off his boater and, and he's it, like freeze frame he's like skyline. he's like and there it was new york city and it's like so but he's wearing like a a gray like a herringbone suit like a sack suit and a boat yeah another thing we're gonna talk about a lot is no one knows no one has heard of summer clothes in yeah. this film yeah, except okay. for except for gatsby exactly so again a little tidbit real quick is like so because of this movie was so popular and everyone loves it for dapper day in any vintage event they'll be like hey where do you where can i get some tweed i want to be 20s and i'm like oh it's like summertime and they're like yeah and i'm like tweed is not a fucking summer fabric yeah you know and, and you see it at dapper day people wear this shit like they wear full tweed suits they wear like fucking sweaters and everything and i'm like guys they had cotton suits back then mm-hmm. they had like linen people talk you know? all the time it's like how did people wear suits all the time how did they stay cool first of all people did not wear suits all the time yeah that's ridiculous and second of all lightweight fabrics people because people wore a lot more suits they had a lot more lightweight fabric suits that we don't you know most guys don't necessarily have today yeah, well, because today it's been replaced with, like, super, super wools or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but the thing is, like, if you just take a look, you know, at actual 1920s pictures, maybe you could do, like, Life Magazine or whatever, you'll see people wearing, like, white suits, like, regular guys. Like, not, like, mm-hmm. rich people, like, regular dudes wearing that, khaki suits. You'll see illustrations of it. You know, Palm Beach was a thing back then, which, again, is, like, you know, the fabric of summertime of, like, the 30s. But, you know, they were still there back in the 20s. You know, so keep that in mind as you're watching this film uh, that no one is wearing summer clothes except for Gatsby in a couple of scenes. Anyway, so back to the synopsis. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nick goes and visits his cousin, uh, Daisy, who is played by Carrie Mulligan. Is that you, my lovely? It's. Yeah, I don't get get that line, by the way. There's so much like, again, a lot of this dialogue is taken straight from the book. But like the scene where they first well. meet, or not first meet, but see each other, is so, like it's weird because it's like here's how it begins. So, uh, <laughs> so Nick goes and sees his his buddy Tom, who he like went to college with, and Tom's like, ah, oh, the Prince of Wales. Is what a is sissy. this? Movie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a little like throwaway line, you know. And then fucking just turns around and like runs full force and tackles Life him. Life is something you dominate, Nick. She made me who I am today. Forest Hills. Play the Prince of Wales. What a sissy. <laughs> Life is something you dominate, Nick. If you're any good. Ah, oh. <laughs> And then, yeah, screams and tackles him through a door. And in the room, there's there's Daisy and Jordan. And they're, they're like, just like... They're like writhing t- together in like a couch or something. And they're like batting at like curtains like they're cats playing with a ball of yarn. Yeah, yeah. And like, and there's a quick scene. And again, this goes kind of off topic. But like, it cuts to Nick's reaction to like seeing this happen. And his eyes kind of like like get bigger like he's being turned on by it. yeah they dilate and i'm like that's his cousin dude like what yeah. the fuck 
Yeah, because it's like there's so many like weird flirty moments between him and his cousin. And I mean, they kind of lampshade it when, you know, later when Daisy's like, oh, my God, he really is in love with me. Yeah. But it's still weird. So anyway, so he meets his cousin. He meets Jordan Belfort, the, the wolf of Wall Street. Jordan Baker, who is yeah. a famous golfer and for whatever reason has a golf club with her. Oh yeah, like she, she's just carrying a golf also, club around. Yeah, like, so in the book, uh, I think Nick goes like, "I've seen you in magazines," and then in the movie they say that, but like she's reading the magazine that she's in, and it's kind of like yeah. a subtle like thing. And I think the illustration like doesn't look like her or something. And I was mm-hmm. like, it took me like a few views to be like, "Oh, that's what." Okay, that's the joke. Yeah, and uh, so they have dinner, and Nick in this scene, he's wearing like a three-piece brown tweed suit. With a bow tie. Mm-hmm. Belt back. Belt back. And it's like, it's so hot. It's like fucking noon. It's, it's, I don't understand. Like, everyone is sweating. Yeah. Every other character is sweating. Yeah, like, all the windows are open. Like, Daisy and Jordan are wearing, like, sleeveless dresses or whatever, which is, like, fine. Like, Tom is wearing, like, this pretty dope, like, rugby shirt thing. Mm-hmm. But Nick is wearing a three-piece brown tweed suit. It makes no sense. And we'll get, yeah, we'll talk about that uh, more later. Anyway, um, this is when uh, Gatsby is first kind of introduced as a, as like an idea. What Gatsby? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. What's funny? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that later. (laughs) So because, um, yeah, because like Nick's like, oh, I live over in West Egg. And then Jordan says, that's where Gatsby lives. And then, (laughs) and then Daisy just completely ignored by everyone just goes, Gatsby? What Gatsby? And it, just everyone for, doesn't uh, pay her any mind. Anyway, they have dinner. Um, uh, and then later, the next scene is like... Oh, uh, yeah. Nick takes Tom out to go... Or Tom takes Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go, like, to see his mistress for some reason. And so, like, I guess the train stops. They end up walking to the mistress anyway. <laughs> and it turns out his the mistress, mistress is, is his like, mechanic's wife. yeah. And, and it's then, uh, it's uh, Rebel Alley. What's the actress's name? I, Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. And so then I don't know the excuse he gives the mechanic guy, but like he takes both of them, Nick and his mistress. I don't think he says he says anything to the mechanic. He just says to uh, Isla Fisher, "Oh, um, meet me here or something. Meet me here. We'll get you a we'll get you the dog or something." Yeah, and so. Cut to Nick sitting outside um, a they're locked banging. bedroom, and they're just fucking. <laughs> and then, we're and then so, I think I've seen this in the original like, 1974 film when I was doing some research, and like it's actually like a legit like mini like kickback party, you know, where it's like people mm-hmm. like drinking cocktails, but in this one it's like a fucking like rager with like four it looks- people pretty lame too yeah because again it's like it's like four people yeah and so like, and, yeah, so like two random people come in it's like a photographer well no there's three because there's isla fisher's sister there's the random woman that lo- just is super into tug- tugboat and then and the, the, the photographer who's like a pervert or something like he like tom goes like hey take a picture of this bill and like he slaps isla fisher's butt and like it cuts to the photographer going ah, and like snaps a picture of it and it's He's just like grunting it's yeah weird. it's weird it's a weird this movie's fucking weird guys you guys gotta watch it if you haven't seen it already um and so yeah the nick that's gets, when like, he fucking, first gets like, a taste for drink he's like uh, and nick. i got roaring drunk and it plays i can't stop but like with like a 
random jazz trumpet. Yeah, because there's like a clarinet or trumpet player or whatever, saxophone player uh, on like the, the fire escape across the way. By playing. the way, this movie was not filmed in New York. And so every time you see New York, it's just fucking CGI. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's a very like fake looking movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and then so Nick goes home drunk or whatever and then he like says like i imagine seeing a guy washing me and the next day i guess gatsby was watching him because he gives him a like an invite to his party so he goes um and it's like fucking like you know filled with people and yeah, it's, it's the a only huge party because it's like it's just open invitation, free free drinks, free entertainment, whatever. So everyone in New York always comes down to see it. Exactly. And then Nick, I guess we'll get into the fashion later, but you know, I think he's like the only one who's not in tuxedo. No, I mean a lot of people oh, are wearing true. tuxedos because yeah, it's a lot of right. coll- collegiate right. guys. Right, right, yeah. So then he meets Jordan there, and I have to talk about this scene because this <laughs> is this is the best thing I've, I've seen. So the one thing, okay, I just want to say the one thing that Gatsby movie has influenced Ethan and I most is we have like thirteen inside jokes from yeah. the weird deliveries in this movie. Yeah, okay, because I think what they did was this movie was supposed to be a lot longer, and then they cut out a lot of it. You know, I guess because of pacing issues or whatever. Um, so. He, like, he goes through a different montage of him seeing different guests or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it finally culminates in like, this music kind of crescendos where he's like looking out on a balcony toward the whole party. And then Jordan's coming up behind him, like tap on the shoulder. And then she says, I thought I might see you here. And then it cuts to him, tur- like, cuts him turning around and going, oh, hello. And it cuts back to Jordan. Um, oh, I don't know what she said. Know. Yeah, but she says something, and then it cuts back to Toby, or to Nick, and he goes, it's like an amusement park. And the reason why we love it is because these bits of dialogue seem to not feed off each other. It's like they're two different takes, you know, or like totally unrelated stuff. I thought I might see you here. Hello. I remembered you live next door. It's like an amusement park. Well, because that's another thing we should talk about. Again, I just don't like... I'm biased because I don't like Baz Luhrmann as a filmmaker. But the edits and the cuts in this movie, some of them are so abrupt and so weird. Oh, God. So, okay. So, I went back and I looked at the book for this scene. And I think it's because... So, he was drunk and he couldn't hear Jordan. And Mm. I guess that's what they were trying to convey. But in this scene, there is like... All the music cuts out. Yeah, and like, yeah, because there's a scene later where it's like they the music is quiet in the background, but it's like a close up on the jazz band, and like the dancers, and you can very clearly hear the tapping of their feet, but the music is so quiet, and it's just <laughs> yeah, it's so bad, and they're like going yeah da da da, and it's like there's like no music. It's like it's like there's a Bluetooth speaker on the corner next to them at like half volume. <laughs> but yeah, I mean like the whole scene like nick's yelling but then jordan's like half whispering to him because so it's okay. like it doesn't make any sense also the actress that plays jordan is elizabeth debicki yeah Debicki. She, she is an australian woman and her american accent is very inconsistent because sometimes she sounds very like southern other times she's I like kind of new york you here yeah it's weird yeah so anyway they they start hanging out um there's a scene Mr. where they Gatsby. meet this yeah they see this owl-eyed guy and it's like maybe I'm Mr. Gatsby or something, and if you look no at she it, just says Mr. Gatsby oh yeah That's it. whatever, and then like the, if you pause it there's a scene so like 
Nick is like giving her like fuck eyes kind of and he's like because he like collapses into like a chair kind of drunk or whatever it's really funny you should pause it at that moment by the way but then they find out that like Gatsby like a guy goes to Gatsby doesn't exist because as you find out later Gatsby is the uh, construct yeah well he's, he's like a you know pseudonym or whatever um then they go back outside for the fireworks and at that exact moment that the fireworks go off he's talking to some random dude who's like oh yeah i recognize you from the war you know which i don't believe <laughs> mm-hmm. but he goes like oh yeah i heard so much about the stuff about gatsby i heard he's like a fucking assassin he goes like well i'm gatsby then it fucking plays rhapsody in blue and and he like lifts up the glass and that's the thing that it's everyone like the fucking money shot yeah, seriously. And then like Nick gets so flustered. He's like, he's like, oh, Mr. Gatsby, I didn't, uh, I didn't know it was but you." My, uh, my favorite, my favorite part in that scene is like, why is the fireworks are going? And it like cuts to, back to Nick before he gets all flustered. He's like looking at him, and it's this is hard to convey in an audio medium, but he's like, "I like this." Yeah, he's, he's like, like, he's like, his he's eyes like, are like kind of squinting, like, yeah, like yeah, this guy's a good guy or something, you know? This is great. This is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> And so they, he's like, hey, I got I to gotta ask you a favor. We'll hang out tomorrow, but I got to talk to Jordan real quick. And then, then it comes like the next day, Gatsby shows up at his house, picks him up in his yellow car. <laughs> it's a vehicle. Yeah, it's quite a, quite a road hog. Mm-hmm. And then he takes Gatsby to a... Um, or Gatsby takes him to a speakeasy where they see his friend Meyer Wolfsheim, who is a gangster. Mm-hmm. and it's the world series yeah and let's like you know Gatsby keeps like running away to talk on the phone they meet tom who is there for i don't know hooker reasons or something i yeah, don't know it's and a cool then, place to be yeah the, it is a, he's a real jazz hound yeah. um <laughs> should we explain that one <laughs> yeah so as they're there like it's showing how like gatsby has so many connections and he just knows everybody so it's like he's making jokes to like everybody at the speakeasy and then there's like a guy there's like a there's a i guess the police chief is there or commissioner and he's all like hey gatsby better lock you up <laughs> and then like gatsby goes you're a real jazz hound commissioner and he gives him a little like finger gun thing and then the guy's like, ha ha, that's bang, me. Bang. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the jazz hound. And so as soon as we see Tom, like Gatsby kind of disappears. And then um, what, I think, what happens after that? I think then it just like cuts back to like Jordan. And Jordan's like, oh, he wants to he wants to do Daisy. He wants to like bang her. And he's like, oh, shit. And then on his way home, he runs into Gatsby like waiting for him like outside. <laughs> like, And it's so funny because it's like, oh, I wasn't waiting for you. I was like looking at my house from your yard and by the way do you want to hang out yeah by the way do you want to hang out and invite your cousin because i mean you know no no what time deal. what time works for you you know yeah and then so the next day it's like fucking <clears throat> raining and nick is wearing his uh, green carding and thing and then daisy comes in but then gatsby like chickens out <laughs> and he like hides outside in the yep. rain and um so it catches nick off guard yeah and so like so so <laughs> is, is, the, the, is the room the is filled with like, flowers. flowers yeah and yeah. like daisy walks into it and like nick's waiting outside and all he hears is like daisy gasp and he's like okay good they're gonna talk now then he walks in and gatsby's not there and then and he's just like, like oh oh uh it's funny and then <laughs> and then daisy gives him her hat and goes what's funny and instead of being like oh what what what's so funny like no like she says it so matter-of-factly Almost bordering on like pissed off. <laughs> like, what's funny? Yeah. What do? That's funny. 
What's funny? Which and, is another one of our inside jokes. Yeah, because it's just fucking ridiculous. The acting mm-hmm. and the direction is just awful. Because it's like also a, a lot of the things that become inside jokes is because there's like a zoom in on a character, right? As they say it, like a close, <laughs> like a close up shot. And it's then like they we could this. vine so much of this. Uh huh. Oh but man. R.I.P. Vine. Fine. Yeah. Um, and then Gatsby finally gets the balls to come in, and then he lets them. Uh, Nick lets them talk. Nick goes outside for a little bit. Um, in the rain, like a fucking loser. He's a cuck. <laughs> yeah, he just got. He's got cousin cucked yep and then um uh he comes back inside uh gatsby's like hey guys let's like go back to my house and continue I have a much better house <laughs> yeah let's go and like they go across the street and it plays lana del rey's song um while they Young like beautiful while they like try a fucking like automatic juicer thing or whatever yeah they and, throw a bunch of shirts yeah they, they go on a barge and golf into the sea or something mm-hmm. and um yeah they start like dancing at some point, and then Gatsby reveals that he saved all the letters like a fucking loser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I think we find this out earlier, but Gatsby and Daisy used to be a, a thing. Well, that's what Jordan told her earlier. Told him earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then they he got shipped off to war, right? Yeah, he got shipped off to war. Got uh, then he couldn't talk to her. Got uh, Daisy started to marry Tom, and then and then Gatsby came back, and it's like, oh, whoops. Yeah. yeah. And then I think at this point it cuts to, like Nick, recounting about later on in the film. Yeah, where, yeah. Where he tells he tells Gatsby Gatsby's tells life the story. whole story. So he was yeah. born he was born dirt poor, in the Midwest. And he kept um, reaching out to the sky literally by yeah. holding his hand out to the sky. Yeah, it's it's really cringy. Um, he meets by happenstance. He meets an old billionaire who teaches like, him how to use the phrase old sport yeah so like the old man is like t- he's like i guess he's drunk sailing by himself and it's like a fucking storm and gassy rose out to him and goes like sir you're gonna you're gonna hit, the, gonna shoal. hit the shoal or whatever the shore yeah. i don't know what he's saying i think he's and, saying shoal okay shoal and then and then in slow motion <laughs> the old man another goes, zoom up or yeah, close up the old man does not acknowledge what he says at all and just simply says what, what do you think you're you know? doing old sport and it's like oh that's why he says it all the time and then it it cuts back to gatsby and he's like whoa yeah like this this is the guy i want to be with and then and it cuts to like like he's saying okay the 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 billionaire raised him and it cuts to him like tying a tie with a suit and goes old sport or something like that (laughs) and i'm like what the fuck she looks well, doesn't she? Gatsby hoped to inherit Cody's fortune. Old sport. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and then I guess... Um, um, yeah, then he the gets billionaire dies. He loses his, like, you know, nest egg. Like, so he doesn't have access to that money anymore. Decides to go into um, mm. the war, comes back, and Gets, then, like, an officer's training program in Oxford. Yeah, and then... Yeah, so then he, be, then he, gets, he eventually hooks up with Meyer Wolfsheim and becomes, like, a... Drug, uh, rum runner or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it and then so then daisy and, and gatsby just started like fucking like it's like just sex yeah all the time yeah and then eventually leo leo gatsby's like hey we should we should come clean the tom and have you break up with him and she's like okay i'll do it at, at dinner tomorrow and so they they all have like an awkward like lunch all together it's like during the middle of the heat wave and everyone's just sweating profusely mostly because other one besides gatsby is wearing like yeah. winter weight clothes and yeah and then tom is like he kind of i guess he kind of already has an idea of what's happening i guess 
because like Nick won't tell him something or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they almost like fight like him and Tom. And then Daisy's like, let's go to the plaza. So like, okay, Daisy and Gatsby will drive in one car and then Nick, Jordan and Tom will be in another car. And but then they'll take Gatsby's car. <laughs> yep. Which is weird. I mean, that's important for the story. It's but, a, like it's a fun game they like to play. Yeah. Car swap. And so like on the way there, like Tom in Gatsby's car tries like stops at the mechanic store and then he's like, Yeah, my I heard my wife was like having an affair, so I beat her and she's not going nowhere now. We're gonna move somewhere else, like a farm. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Spider Man. Spider-Man Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> um, and so, like, Tom's like, oh, shit, I'm going to lose this piece of tang. I can't lose my other one. So they go to the plaza, and then they just fucking erupt at each other. And, like, Gatsby's mm-hmm. like... He starts screaming, and that's when Daisy's like, oh, no, he's not cool. Yeah. Like, I think they literally use that line, because he's not cool-headed. He's he's very... His, he loses his temper, and she's like, what... What's this? Who's this guy? Yeah, this is not the the nerd I fell in love with. There's also a part though where like where Gatsby kind of uh, before he loses his cool, he says like I actually was at Oxford not as a student but as a officer in training program like or post war training whatever. Mm-hmm. And like it cuts to like Nick going, I wanted to pat him on the back for that one, <laughs> which is stupid. <laughs> but then later on, Gatsby loses his cool, and then. Daisy's like, I want to go home. And so, like, Tom. She also like, has a daughter this whole movie, by the way. Yeah. That we never see. Um, and then, so, like, Tom assumes he wins. He's like, Gassy, why don't you take my wife home? And I'm like, wait, hold on. Why? I don't, I don't get why. What if he's into it? <laughs> yeah, he wants to get cucked. Yeah. And so, on the way home, um, they go home first, and then Tom, Nick, and Daisy, and Tom, Nick, and Jordan follow them. And then they find out that the mechanic's wife was run over by a yellow car. And it's like, oh shit, it was Gatsby. And then, I guess Tom tells it to the mechanic, and so the mechanic is like, "I'm gonna fuck up this Gatsby guy." Nick gets back home to Gatsby's, or gets back home, which is next to Gatsby's. Yeah, sees Gatsby like cleaning blood cleaning, off his car. Yeah, and he's and like, he's like "Everything's cool." Yeah, and it's like, he's like, "Gatsby, what the fuck, man? You just killed him." He's like, "No, it was Daisy, but I'm taking the fall for it because if she, they find out she did it, she's gonna go to jail or something." Or she'll, or no, here I got it. She'll love me because of what I did, which is stupid, silly. Yeah, and so that's and then then it says like that's when he told me everything. So instead of saving the story for that moment, we he just tells us that hey, like earlier, let's that's what we did, and then Uh then it cuts to Gatsby dying, uh, getting shot by the mechanic guy in his pool, and he's waiting for a phone call from Daisy because he thinks that Daisy's gonna leave Tom. But it turns out it was just Nick calling him to just, say what's up. He's like, hey, dude, you want to? I know you've had a rough couple days. Let's hang. Yeah, and so it sucks because, like, Nick hears him die over the phone, <laughs> which is pretty sad if you think about it. Yeah. And then and then Nick runs into, like, Daisy later on with, like, Tom. and he's, like, They're, he, like, moving back to Chicago or something. Yeah, and then Nick's like, you guys suck. Everyone sucks. You know what? This whole experience has made me lose faith and optimism in the world. Only Gatsby was hope. And rebellions are built on hope. Yeah. We're rebe- rebels, aren't we? Yeah. We, and so rebel. I guess, the, and so this whole thing, this whole frame of device is like the doctor saying, hey, Nick, why don't you like write down your thoughts on this whole thing? That'll, <laughs> that'll, that's good therapy. And so the last shot is him like writing, like it's called Gatsby. And he's like, no, wait a minute. 
The Great Gatsby. <laughs> yep. Oh, also, we forgot the whole, like, you, you can't repeat the past thing. But, I mean, that's, like, a big part of it, but. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. They, they have a conversation where Gatsby's, like, insists that you can't repeat the past. That's it. Yeah. It's a bad movie. I mean, again. It's not great. Like, uh, the music is just bad. Like, they didn't want to date the film, and yet this film is very 2013 because they, Oh, God, yeah. All they used was, like, Jay-Z and hip-hop stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. But whenever you use, like, pop music in a film, it's like, oh, yeah, that's when that song came yeah, out. Yeah, I remember that. I remember this song. Yeah, so it didn't really work like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the editing and the camera angles isn't really classic. Like, if you want to see, like, like a period film, like, look at, like, Lincoln or even The Prestige, which is fiction, looks like a period film. Like, because it's mm-hmm. shot dramatically. You know, this was, like, you know, a lot of pans, a lot of zooms, and a lot of obviously alternate takes considering how the dialogue doesn't yeah. always match up I, I i just remembered one scene where <clears throat> when nick's at the party he acts he asks a bartender like do you know where gatsby is and the the bartender goes gatsby i've never even heard no gatsby and if you look at the mouth he's not saying that like it's no. kind of like over the shoulder kind of thing and like it doesn't match at all and you can see that a lot during the film mm-hmm. like whenever people like whenever they talk to people um, one another glaring one is when they go to the speakeasy and like Meyer Wolfsheim is getting like a haircut or a shave or something, <laughs> yep. and like so he goes Meyer and he puts his hand on his shoulder, then <laughs> and then it cuts to just Meyer turning around, no hand on his shoulder and going, my boy, and it's just a like, weird like it's a weird cut like it doesn't make yeah. sense. Oh my god! So yeah, this, smells so good. <laughs> Yeah, why does he say that? He like hugs Gatsby and goes, "Oh, smells so good." It's he's a pervert. Yeah, it sucks. They got like a really well-respected Indian actor to like kind of become a meme. Yeah, and apparently there's a lot of like other deleted scenes. I think there's like a like you know one where like he's getting uh Myers like like ripping Gatsby a new one because of some other shipment thing. Um, there's. There's another scene where, like, Gatsby's dad comes back when he's, like, dead. But, like, they already showed his past or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the movie is just, just really awful. I just I recommend it if you guys would really want to see a funny film with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's, it's not, like, it's not, like, super. I mean, it's kind of fun to make fun of. But it's not, like, one of those famously bad movies. It's not it's Plan just, Nine out of from, from outer space. Yeah, Plan Nine from outer space. It's just kind of like kind of mediocre, but it's still it's still fun. Yeah, I mean, I I'd watch it again just because I know how many jokes I can make out of it. Yeah, but yeah, so I I think we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna get back and talk about the fashion of the film. <clears throat> yep, what the, you all came here for. Yep, we'll be right back after this. Hi guys, welcome back to Style and Direction. We're talking about the Gatsby movie. Now we're going to talk about the fashion. Yeah, this time we're getting into the the, the real meat of the episode. Huh, and I'm vegan. No, I'm not. He's not vegan. He doesn't even drink coffee, though. No. No, no, no. So, um, yeah, if you guys survived that recap. Yeah, I mean, if you have a book report coming up. Or, you know, if you're, again, these are kind of built for... Me and Spencer, we're always in our car, and um, 
we're driving everywhere all the time. Yeah, so. we. I I can't listen to podcast or music when I'm in traffic. It has to be podcasts. Yeah, me why. too. And yeah. my commute is god awful. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's let's go through the stuff now. So Nick is the character I think who has like the most costume changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because he's we, the main I mean, character. He's, he's the main sense. character. Yeah. And in like in the blog post that we're we're gonna release alongside this, um, they decided to give him kind of like an Ivy kind of thing kind of a style he is the author surrogate for f scott fitzgerald and as we mentioned earlier in the episode f scott fitzgerald was like you know ivy wasn't really a term back then to refer to clothing but he was like pre-ivy like trad he wore a lot of brooks brothers sack suits stuff like that oh cbds stuff yeah, like yeah. that yeah and so they kind of yeah they give him a lot of that kind of stuff which is why you see him Mainly, in terms of shirts, he's usually in an OCBD or a club collar shirt, Mm -hmm. which I guess is kind of accurate, you know. um, But the weird thing about a lot of his OCBDs, they have contrast buttons, which make them look very cheap and kind of like mall fashion. Yeah, you you, you probably know what we're talking about, where you see like, you know, like the fake wood buttons on on shit, you know, to make Mm -hmm. them like a hipster shirt or whatever. Um, and he wears those stuff with a lot of, he wears a lot of separates, you know, mm-hmm. there are a few times he wears suits, but most of the time it's like, you know, like it's like, like khaki trousers with like a gray jacket or something like that. Or like a lot of odd vests, which is something that most of the characters wear, which I, I don't think odd vests were nearly as big as, as the, this movie makes them out to be. No, they're not. I mean, I really was into it because of this movie. Like yeah. I, in my head, I thought, oh, if you wear like a suit with like a brown vest you know you're automatically 20s where something i noticed in my rewatch tonight so his outfit at the at the party like the first party goes to is very like prep like he's wearing a navy blazer with white pants he has like a like a (laughs) rep stripe bow tie his vest is like chalk stripe like a navy chalk stripe oh i didn't notice that yeah it's weird yeah and you're wearing that with white pants and a blue blazer that doesn't Mm -hmm. really work um there are sometimes i think when he's wearing like a full suit where he has a vest uh, i think like the first scene when he's wearing that brown belt back mm-hmm. and on this note he wears a few belt backs in the film i think at least two of them and a lot of them look very like 60s or 70s rather than yeah 20s. they're not i mean they're not bad you know a lot of people send me <laughs> belt backs um on like instagram and you know, while they're a cool detail, I like the 30s ones because 30s, I think, have more intricate backs and they have a thinner belt, which I think makes them look better because mm-hmm. 60s and 70s ones have a wider <clears throat> belt, which I think takes up too much room. Mm-hmm. And then also... They I think usually just of... have like one pleat at the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he has one of those. He's got a few with like buttons on like the belt for like decoration, which again was like a 60s, 70s thing as opposed to a 30s or 20s, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Also, belt backs weren't that big in the 20s. I mean, they obviously had them, mm-hmm. but they kind of a lot of things, them. especially in 1922, a lot of jackets were fully belted. So it wasn't just yeah. the back mm-hmm. was belted. So but... think like a Norfolk like or a hunting suit, but like... Mm-hmm regular suit visor with knickers or something yeah. also no one wore knickers in the film which i think is really weird mm-hmm. um but again if we if we want to get into the whole like period accuracy of it um they, again a lot of them look more 30s i guess because it's like a lot more suits and separates as opposed to belted jackets yeah because i mean shirts. early 20s fashion like early 20s style was weird 
Yeah, we we always call it like the weird stuff whenever we talk about it in a yeah because everything was cut like really long. The button stance was super high high. armholes, narrow shoulders, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, super slim pants that are cropped. You know, people wear boots a lot, uh, dress boots as opposed to like dress shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, high button stances, long skirts in in terms of jackets. Um, like four pockets on, on, you know, four patch pockets. A or lot whatever. of things were like kind of like the get jackets were cut, like kind of cut away. Like yeah, were, exactly. Yeah. You know, again, it was very Edwardian if if you want to think of it that way. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, more in common with early nineteen, like late nineteen tens or whatever than what you would normally think of when you think of twenties. Mm-hmm. And when people think of twenties, they normally think of like early thirties for some reason. Yeah. You know? Because it's like, this is something we go into the, in the article, but like twenties parties first became a thing in, in like, like the fifties. Yeah. In yeah. the fifties. Like when the, cause this is like when people first started collecting vintage, um, the, the, this like hip couple in like in New York and like probably the village started throwing these twenties themed parties. And so people would either wear stuff that they found in like their parents' attic or they would just make stuff from it. And that's where we get the idea of like fringe dresses for women. Like these very, lo- I mean, loud striped jackets existed for men, but it's like they, not everyone wore them, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, because I think even in college stuff, like the regatta blazers weren't really a big thing later as like you move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think they kind of got replaced with like patched, like patched uh, crest jackets mm-hmm. as opposed to like the regatta stuff. Um, so again, so people found those, you know, and you see, you know, you see it in pictures or yearbooks of like your parents or whatever. And so like, oh yeah, let's do stuff like that, you know? And, um, and even movies too, like movies would kind of have like a comical version of the Mm twenties, which is like, again, movies of the fifties. So like only like 30 years ago. Yeah, because it's like so, that's like if we made a if like we made like a nineties or eighties yeah eighties or nineties it's like and if you want a good example of that like think of like Wolf of Wall Street I think uh-huh. that's like a really good you know that's like one of the first ever like nineties films you know mm-hmm. um, but anyway so yeah it's not fully accurate and uh, there's a lot of things wrong with that but if we're not going to talk about that we can just talk about the actual details yeah um, so again I'm looking Nick, at I'm looking at the draft of the blog post right now for there photo you go. references there you go. Um, so yeah, Should we talk Nick, about like his the first outfits we see him in. Sure, yeah, yeah. So the first outfit again we see him in. I think I mentioned this is that the herringbone. Um, it almost like, looks tweed like jacket, but then it also the main like full outfit we see is him wearing the three piece brown suit at the little lunch thing that he does with like Daisy and Tom or whatever. Yeah, because the first suit he wears almost kind of looks like uh, like the SJC like Vaughn work suit. It has. It looks very kind of like rough, and it, I think it is. It's either herringbone or just like kind of a weird stripe. Right. It to me, it looks kind of like something from like the, like not double RL, but like Ralph, like Ralph Lauren purple label or something. Because yeah. like, like it, it's two button, uh, which again wasn't that it wasn't uncommon in the twenties, uh-huh. but well, it just looks like nineteen twenty nine. Yeah, but it, uncommon. Yeah, but it looks very modern, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which, again, is the issue with the whole film. It just looks like people were dressing today, but, like, back then or whatever. Um, and so he wears that with a club collar shirt and a red rep-stripe bow tie. Yeah, some, something like that. And I think, um, I'm not sure if I mentioned in the blog post, but he is wearing boots. Oh, wait, we're not talking about the same thing, because I was talking about him in the sanatorium. Oh shit! Talking, yeah, you're talking, yeah, you're yeah. talking about him in the in like the yeah. 
So he's wearing like a herringbone tweed jacket with just a plain brown vest. He has a club collar that has the contrasting buttons and like a brown Ooh. geometric bow tie. Yeah. 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 He's um with a yeah, boater. Like he wears a bunch of tweed suits with a boater, which is Which not, makes no fucking sense. I mean, choice. they probably they probably look at like pictures of people wearing boaters, but like those are obviously Cuz yeah, cuz like not in, summer suits. In 1922, like people would literally like like get mad at you if you're wearing a felt hat well i don't think that's true but i know that there was a thing called like the straw hat riots where someone was wearing a straw hat too early in the year and then like people would beat you up it was like people got kind of that that was important (laughs) i mean how do you guys feel if like someone wore like a beanie in like summertime like it makes no sense yeah yeah um so I mean yeah, if you want to go back, I mean he is wearing like some stuff at the um, at the sanitarium, kind of like mm-hmm. disheveled or whatever. Um, but yeah, he wears a brown suit when he goes to meet Daisy, and then when he goes out to hang out with Tom, to go see his mistress and just kind of get self cucked or whatever you want to call that's, it. That's when he's wearing like a full suit with the brown vest. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. with a with a flat cap, and then later on, when he hangs yeah, he's out, wearing, with- he's wearing a boater. That's right, yeah. But yeah, then when he, he goes when he goes to hang out with Gatsby the next day, though, he's wearing a flat cap with like a gray suit this time, mm-hmm. with like a and dark. I do kind of, I do like his outfit in this scene because he has like a full three piece. I think he has like a club collar with like a micro check shirt. It's like contrast collar. With oh a very, yeah, 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 yeah. With a very thirties looking striped tie. And yeah, I, honestly, like a lot of the stuff isn't that bad in terms of like composing the outfit it's just mm-hmm. kind of like the details that kind of are that don't really that don't really hold up yeah um but i think we both agree that the scene where the one where he's hanging out with gatsby i think is his best look mm-hmm. although the brown tweed three-piece with the bow tie isn't half bad either yeah another thing yeah. we should just talk about is the fit of everything oh Be- yeah because oh, this man. is something we're going to get more into i think when we talk about gatsby because you point out in the article it looks like everything is too tight, but at the same time, very boxy on him. So, yep. but like everyone, everyone's pants are so tight. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. There's a, there's a picture I include when he's um about to get off the train with Tom, where you can see like, kind of like, you know, at least a little past his knee and it looks like he's fucking like have painted on pants it's ridiculous there's no crease at all and i mean mm-hmm. the 20s were slim it wasn't like that like they, no. they were probably as slim as like the 60s were you mm-hmm. know like not not too bad like more like mod i guess and also like speaking of the pants everyone's wearing their pants like too long which is again 20s pants were very cropped and that was like that's that was a hip thing in 2013 so i don't know why they would say oh we should do that yeah, you'll see it more with Gatsby, I think, because Gatsby has a lot more, like, op- like full outfits, mm-hmm. or, or full shots of him. Um, but other than that, I think Nick is pretty cool. I think he's probably close to what Spencer and I wear today, like Ivy, a lot of separates, just without the odd vests. Mm-hmm. There's one I want to point out where in the, I guess, the final scene or the um, the big fight that they have at the plaza, he's wearing, like, the vest and jacket of like a like a herringbone or some sort of tweed jacket kind of thing, and it's like tr- uh, pleated patch pockets, which is cool, mm-hmm. and a like a shark ta- a shark gill belt back in the back, which is actually not bad. Yeah, but he's wearing them with like <clears throat> linen pants that are close to the same shade as the jacket, 
but they're not. It just looks weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's like brown on like tan. Yeah, like which slightly is, lighter brown. Yeah, and it's it's weird, you know. But I mean, the jacket is beautiful. <laughs> like yeah, the jacket's pretty good. I mean, it's very seventies, but I mean, it's a good kind of seventies. Uh huh. And uh, then he wears that for a lot of the film. Um, we can talk about all the tuxedos later on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also one where, um, so if we backtrack a bit, Nick and Tom are drunk because um, they're having a little kickback at Tom's private apartment or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, Nick imagines seeing himself outside. <laughs> and he's wearing, okay, in the blog post, I wrote it originally as, like, it looks like a 60 suit to me because the lapels are kind of small. Mm-hmm. And it's cut, like, to have both buttons like it's a three button suit and the top two buttons are fastened yeah and it doesn't look 20s to me it looks very 60s um but like yeah it's it's just a good example i still think it could be a triple patch pocket sack suit but because i don't, I don't see any i don't see any darts on the side but yeah it does look pretty 60s like yeah. if with a bow tie like if you took off the boater it could be toby mcguire in like an, in a period piece set in like 1959 yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly and again he's fucking wearing a boater with like a tweed suit which makes yeah. fucking no sense uh we can move on to, to tom now oh god i hate tom's looks he's yeah, my yeah. least tom, favorite tom fashion. is so bad i don't know how you could get like the corporate guy wrong mm-hmm. but it's so bad so again the costume tom director is... gave him this thing it's like okay we're gonna use a lot of double-breasted vests but all his vests are cut in the weirdest way possible yeah it's like the closure is so high, like it, like the like vest, right at the knot. The, yeah, the V, the V of the vest ends right at the knot. All the and buttons are like, so close together too, because like double vest, breasted vests existed in the twenties, but the buttons were spaced like they would be on a jacket, so they were like several inches apart. Like on the vest that he's wearing, they're like all less than an inch apart. They, it looks like an Edwardian jacket or a fucking steampunk costume or something, mm-hmm. and. You know, if they were approaching this, I was like, oh, how about we make it good style, not period. They obviously didn't do that for him because they like they really look like they want to make it look old. Yeah. But it's just bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he never wears his double-breasted suits, like, buttoned. It's always unbuttoned. And, weirdly enough, it's an odd vest. It's oh, not yeah, even, yeah. like, it's not, he's not wearing scene- three-piece suits. Because it's like his the or one of the scenes we see him in like what is it he he's wearing a striped jacket yeah okay okay so in in the in the yeah so in the blog post when I was writing about this I'm I'm going clearly just like off of the screen caps and so sometimes you don't see the full outfit because you know it's a lot of you know torso shots or whatever and so I assumed he's wearing a pinstripe suit with an odd vest because that's what you see. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I was randomly looking up, like, behind-the-scenes pictures, and there's a picture of him, like, walking off-set or, like, off-camera with Toby, like, drinking, like, a bottle of water. And it turns out he's not wearing an odd vest. It's an odd jacket. Yeah. His pants and vest are the same, like, navy blue, but the jacket is pinstriped. Just a jacket. It's fucking redonkulous. It's it's redonkulous. Like, I don't know how you would – how you think that's good, yeah. you know? So, yeah, he's always wearing, like, blue pinstripe suits or blue navy blue suits with an odd vest that's always cut the same way, you know, double-breasted, super close together, high-buttoning stance, super high gorge or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wears that with a boater, um, like always. Yeah. And then there's a little tidbit where 
um, the his the lining of his suit has like skull and crossbones to kind of like reference the frat that he and Nick were in, mm-hmm. and that's kind of cool. I mean, I we never see it in the film, but I mean it's that's a cool, cool detail. detail. Like they, yeah. you know, with the extra mile, I guess. Right, right, and yeah, he doesn't really change his outfits that much throughout the film. I mean, it's always kind of variations on a the theme. Mm-hmm. I think he has like two suits because you see like the same you know stuff over and over again i think in the party scene he's wearing like a horizontal striped shirt because that's the only time you get to see like most of his shirt that's not being covered up by a vest and i think it's like a a horizontal striped shirt oh also a weird detail about his all his shirts they're not detachable collar but all of them are fastened with collar studs which he would basically only wear if you were wearing a detachable collar shirt like a collar stud is just a little metal thing that you would slip in the. In How the, do you know that? I didn't know that. Because in, also in the party scene, he has his shirt unbuttoned, and instead of just a top button, it's a collar stud. But again, his his collar is attached; it doesn't come off. But he just—it's weird, yeah. Okay, so next we have Gatsby, um, who is I guess the he's the dandy of the film. I don't uh-huh. know if the um book calls him a dandy as such, but I know that they kind of reference that he's wearing a pink suit or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he dresses a little bit louder and bolder than everyone else. He has the most right. varied wardrobe. And uh, um based on, you know, the compositions of the outfits, um it's clearly like a throwback to the um to the 1974 film mm-hmm. at least in terms of the white suit i think I have actually the white suit was actually named in the film in the book too i mean yeah like they say he's wearing like a white suit with a silver shirt and a gold tie mm-hmm. um they don't say anything about a fucking brown vest though which makes no sense but whatever yeah. uh so a, a majority of the time when you see gatsby he's in like the window and he's i think he's wearing like a tuxedo all the time his tuxedo is so bad, but I think yeah, you but said we'll, we'll get into it later. We'll get to the tuxedos uh, later on. But <clears throat> so his first real outfit is like a brown windowpane suit. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks doesn't look as heavy. It looks like, <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about it. it might be like a silk linen blend or something. Yeah. But um, so all of his suits are cut the same way. So like, you know, if Nick does a lot of odd stuff, um, Tom wears double-breasted vests and double-breasted suits. Um, Gatsby wears really slim peak lapel jackets with three buttons, mm-hmm. a waistcoat, and pants that are frog mouthed. Yep. Pockets, which are like if you it's think a of frog mouthed pockets, detail. it's a 70s, lot of the characters. I think of it as like jeans. Pockets. Think of it, yeah, yeah. Think of it as like jeans, like the kind of they they go on the front of your pants as opposed to the side. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, on all of the suits are the same way. So the first time you see him, he's wearing like a brown windowpane suit. With a like checked point collar shirt with like an eyelet, so like instead of having a collar clip that Spencer and I wear, his actually goes through the holes and then you fasten yep. like the ends on it. And he's wearing like a deco-ish tie, which I've definitely. It looks more like a '30s '40s tie, mm-hmm. um, but the biggest thing is that his tie is woven and not like a brocade or anything. And in those days. If you had kind of like a check tie like that, it was almost always a brocade. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Nick gets a pass because matter ties were a, a, a thing since for, for a long time. But for Gatsby, I feel like if he was a really a dandy, he would be wearing like a brocade silk tie. Yeah. Um, 
So you see that, and then so he wears the same cut suit for the uh, the tea party where he's wearing a white suit, but instead of a three piece, he's wearing a brown odd vest, with which color is echoed in like an olive pocket square, mm-hmm. which is and fucking the, weird. Just the weirdest shoes I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a spectator shoe, but they reverse, reverse the colors. <laughs> yeah, so like the part that would normally be brown, no wait. What is it, Spencer? It's like so. I'm looking at it right now, and yeah, the parts that would normally be brown are white, and the everything else is like it kind of looks like gray or maybe like a like olive suede. It looks like like very fashiony shoes that you could get. For they cheap look like on. the dan. Yeah, they look like if you look up like oh dance shoes, like that's what yeah, you would get. Or if you go if you go to like a nicer shoe repair place, they'll usually also make shoes, and they'll have like really weird examples of the crazy stuff they can make like that. Yeah, so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's 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 made of linen. Um, because um, he gets wet. I mean, he goes out into the rain. And it like it kind of gets see through, so like that's kind of a cool detail that they actually kept it into like a, uh, you know, a yeah. summer appropriate fabric. Mm-hmm. But I mean, okay, so this outfit I think is the most iconic. I mean, I wore variations of this. That was yeah, that was like my favorite outfit in the movie. It's it's super dandy, you know, and honestly, if he just didn't have the vest and maybe like change the tie or something, it would be better. Mm-hmm. I ma- I know I made a Facebook status like, man, I just saw the Gatsby movie. I really want a white suit yeah yeah so it's you know and he does a weird thing where like he always fastens the top two buttons and then before he sits down he unfastens the top button and then sits down like but so the middle the one middle. is the one that would trade so yeah and in that scene you can just see how tight it is on him mm-hmm. like it's like again like it's like they cut the bot the body so super tight and and close fitting but it's un- it looks uncomfortable. Yeah. And because the lapels are so small, the it it looks boxy because there's a lot of chest. Yeah. You know. Because like so peak lapel suits in the twenty again they're not going for accuracy but peak lapel suits in the twenties typically had a little bit more body to the lapel, like they yeah. were slightly they were like they were light wa- wider at the bottom and kind of tapered up, which I think is. I do not like very slim peak lapels. I don't think they look good. No, they do not. Mm. Again, I, for me, again, it's because they show too much body if they're too slim. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then also I'm looking at this picture. So they, they, his pockets are always hacking. So they're slanted, uh, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he wears that. And then um, when they have their like kind of their night or afternoon night of fun where they're like tossing shirts and yeah recording each other on like a shaky portable camera um gatsby changes into like this um like this like shadow stripe shirt Mm -hmm. which is like it's like brown with like it's like tan with like a little bit darker tan as a stripe of like a block stripe they're kind of they're trying to evoke like a like a breton stripe shirt you know the classic blue and and white one but it looks like something from forever 21 Mm -hmm. and then nick wears one where it's like multi-stripe but only in the chest area and but that definitely looks like something like the gap or something yeah because i mean i just... know that i know that like way long ago you got like an actual like 1920s or 30s sweater and you like wore this outfit right yeah i wore like a boat neck sweater with like chinos because mm. 
Because I and, mean, again, it's not a it's not a bad look. Like it's a good summer look, but the again, the, yeah, the execution and details just yeah. aren't right. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they have that party, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but the last outfit Gatsby wears, other than the um, the swimsuit, <laughs> is a pink three piece. So mm-hmm. he actually wears a full three piece this time, cut the same way slim peak lapels, hacking pockets, but it's made of like a pink pinstripe linen mm-hmm. and i actually like this one a lot Me i mean too. It's, a, it's, it's a cool suit it's a cool yeah, fabric yeah you know i mean i i'd wear it if i had it obviously change the details but it's a good example of like a pink suit that's not overtly pink because i guess it looks more white and like light yeah it's um, it's more subtle than like bright bright pink suits yeah and then he wears that with a uh, his you know eyelet spear point ish kind of shirt with the with the uh collar pin and um, kind of like a block stripe pink tie, yeah, which like I think is really cool. Pink. I would wear yeah. it. Yeah, I'd wear that tie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably his best one. And then he wears like white. Oh, I think he wears the same shoes with this one. Um, but yeah, if you look at like this scene in the in the film, you'll notice like his pants. You'll see it actually mm-hmm. in a full shot where like it's like really skinny. And then they kind of like they look like jeans, honestly. Yeah. It's just it's not good. Yeah, because uh, again, the pants are way too long. Yeah, yeah. Or, well, and not necessarily. They're not super long, but they just do not like. They don't hang well. There's yeah. no drape to them at all. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and then he dies. <laughs> and then he wears. Uh, they put him in his white suit. Uh, it's a full three piece this time. Yeah, so no brown vest. Yeah, he wears the same like silver shirt and yellow tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when for his funeral or his wake or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's like the main characters. I mean, then they do have, let's talk about the party because you get to see some other characters who are Mm -hmm. well-dressed. So they all wear three-button tuxedos. Oh, God, they're all so bad. A lot of them are notch lapel or they have a very skinny peak lapel. Some of them wear like pleated shirts. Um, Gatsby's bow tie is weird. It has, yeah, like white piping on the edges. Which is like, yeah, no. Uh Uh-huh. Um, their vests, like basically the tuxedos are cut like suits mm-hmm. and that's like, not because tuxedos, there's, there's daytime vests and there's evening waistcoats, evening, evening, eh, evening waistcoats are cut significantly lower. They usually only have two or three buttons. They're U shaped. Yeah. But no one, unless they're wearing white tie, no one in the movie is wearing those vests for the most part. <coughs> Don't know what that was. Yeah, it was a cough. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so like, it's weird that the extras are kind of, they're wearing more interesting or even more vintage looking things than the main cast. Oh, also, which is, we should note that according to uh, a DVD extra that I watched, um, the, there was like no vintage in the film. Like everything was made f- for expressly for the film. Which is weird because if that's the case, they really did a good job in some of the extras. Because for the party scenes, a lot of them are wearing like white tie, like tailcoats with the correct period. And some uh, of them have like the vests they're wearing have like very subtle stripes or patterns on it, which is something that you saw a lot in the 1920s. My, my 30s tuxedo has a evening vest that's double breasted mm-hmm. and it definitely has that, you know, like, kind of like a jacquard ish mm-hmm. kind of weave to it. And then you compare that with the main characters who are all wearing like what look like just suits with satin lapels. They look like they look like tuxedos that you can get like from Edman's warehouse. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um 
And then at also at the parties, you'll see a lot of regatta blazers and um, cream trousers. Because it's supposed to be college kids. Like, that's collegiate style. And a lot of people love those outfits, too. Uh-huh. I mean, I, to be honest, it, it, it's at least the ones that Brooks Brothers released, I don't think they're that bad. Like, I especially like the navy blue one with just the piping on the edges. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I we'll, we'll get to the re- official releases in a second. Uh, let's talk, so since we're talking about uh, side characters, let's talk about Meyer Wolfshire's outfit. Oh, boy. So he's oh, a gangster, boy. and so they get... <laughs> He's a gangster, and they give him, like, a double-breasted suit because he's supposed to be a gangster, which, again, really wasn't a thing until, like, the 30s and 40s, where mm-hmm. you, you get the kind of classic double-breasted suit, because in the 20s, double-breasted suits looked a lot different. Yeah. Especially early ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have, like, they don't really have the, the, um, the boxy shape that you would normally associate them with, um, but that's what Meyer is wearing. It's wearing, like, a powder blue pinstripe four on two so there's no um decorative chest buttons yeah and then and he the has like is, seems pretty low yeah it's super low which makes him look kind of top heavy and then he's got slanted pockets with th- a slanted ticket pocket and i think they're like button pockets it they give him some like jazz suit or rah-rah suit details jazz which suits. were a like kind of like a novelty suit of the of the day yeah it, with a lot of like you know again just kind of weird details google it it's fun um, but it just ends up looking like a 60s does 20 suit. Yeah. I mean, in general, all these suits feel like there are a lot of 2013 Indochino suits that people just had fun with their customizations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Meyer's wearing that and he wears it with like a Panama, but like the Panama shaped like a fedora, which was a thing. That's not, yep. that's not, yeah. But uh, he has like a long point collar with an eyelet and a tooth type in. Which doesn't isn't practical. Yeah. No. I mean, in the book, he's like cufflinks, which, which is, is like, more practical. Yeah. So, that's Meyer. Um, there's another character I wanted. To, oh, there's my favorite is like Ewing Clipspringer. Uh huh. Now he's like a random character. I don't even think he's mentioned in the books. I think he's just like mentioned as like a random like party goer or whatever. Yeah. But in the film, they make him like Gatsby's organist. He lives <laughs> in his house just to play organ and he's he also seems kind of like a pervert because he's so into the organ oh yeah and he's like yeah his scene is like him like just like fucking pounding those keys and he's wearing like those harold lloyd like circle glasses with a like what i'm assuming is a white tie like tailcoat thing Mm -hmm. and a fucking dope like colorful scarf yeah which looks like something that that bergenberg made or drakes would make and it looks kind of cool it makes him look very artsy Uh uh-huh um, and speaking of perverts, uh, there is one, there's, you can get to see the weird photographer guy that we mentioned, uh, during the film who really loves taking pictures of people fucking or something. Oh, yeah. Um, he's wearing like a weird multi-stripe jacket, which I guess they must've found vintage fabric for or something. Mm-hmm. Cause there's no way people still make that. And it's like orange pinstripe, but in between that there's like red, dotted stripes because the jacket he's wearing it looks like it's cut it's cut very like 40s yeah like it's it's a lot boxier there's a lot of shoulder padding into it you know and he's wearing that with like a fucking brown striped vest of all things it's oh boy also the, is and he's wearing like a kimono when he first what first first walks in oh yeah that's right he is wearing a kimono he's wearing a kimono over his suit Talk about Japanese inspiration, am I yeah. right, guys? Amitora. 
Yeah. But, I mean, overall, if we're going to go to our final thoughts about the film and the fashion. it's Yeah, we can talk about final thoughts and then what lessons you can learn and what you should avoid. Yeah. It's... This whole film reeks of, like, 2010s fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of slim suits, um, no really good tailoring. The jackets feel like they're, like, one size too small. And then it goes into this whole idea of, like, oh, if it's vintage, it's just random stuff mixed together. You know, let's wear odd vests with everything. Yeah. Everything deserves a boater, even if it's fucking, you know, a summer uh, mm-hmm. or a winter suit, I mean. Also, on that note... Nick wears a boater throughout the whole film, at, like a flat cap at one point, and then at the end of the film, he's wearing a Homburg, which is like way more period accurate. Yeah. Where did that come from? Who's to say? And if he went to college in Yale, which is in the East Coast, why doesn't he have summer clothing? Or, or why does he only have winter clothing? Like he's, Yale isn't that like different of a climate than New York City. No, he I don't. Should he should know. Yeah. He should be prepared. He should. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, if you there are a couple of good outfits and some good ideas, like the white suit, you know, if you just change the details a little bit. Like, there's nothing wrong with a pink suit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a dull breast suit, pinstripe, whatever. But it's like they were adding details for the sake of adding details, and it just doesn't work. And again, which, like a lot of Nick's outfits, like Ethan and I would wear variations of, obviously. Yeah. Not in the summertime, but it's like he has some cool jackets, whatever. Like right. he has some nice ties, like okay shirts. Right. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, this film is largely responsible for every single vintage outfit that people make that don't know what vintage style is. Mm-hmm. And all the bad outfits at Dapper Day. And of course, you know, if that's what you want to wear because you love the film and you, you just want to do it, like that's fine. But a lot of people get really defensive about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or they like they think, hey, no, this is what was in the guest movie. This is correct. This is what the 20s looked like. Yep. Like, no, that's not... No. Not really. Yeah, and it ends up making them look overtly dandy and overly, again, mixing stuff that shouldn't really go together. Or yeah. being just straight up impractical. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, I want to be 20s. I'm going to wear a tweed suit on Dapper Day and walk around Disneyland in, like, 100-degree heat. Not worth it. Yeah, no, not worth it. So, ultimately, I think you guys can watch the film. It's fun, you know, if you really like, again, making fun of bad films. And fashion-wise, there are a couple of good stuff if you find it. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to dig deep. Just kidding. I yeah. mean, there's, there's not many, that many outfits in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's kind of like a thing you just kind of got to watch because it's like the film that really... Tr- triggered the tail end of the menswear renaissance yeah you know if, if mad men started it i think it died with gatsby and mm-hmm. now it's kind of like you know we're back into the whole streetwear, which is still cool yeah um oh before we close out let's talk a little bit about the merchandise for the film oh yeah yeah so brooks brothers did all the costumes for the men and they also released um a bunch of like yeah, a little collection. Yeah. you know i think they have like like nick's tweed jacket i don't um, think they have any of nick's tweed stuff they have like some of his shirts but they have a lot of gatsby's suits so they have the brown one they have the white one and they have the pink one Um, and they don't look at all like they're in the film no because they're the the waists are really low on theirs and because gatsby is also also wearing brill like you know decently high-waisted pants 
in yeah, the they movie. do. They actually they do give them high waist pants. But the ones that they released are like very very low waisted. Like they have photos of like vests being worn with everything, and, and you, you can, can just see the see waistband it. below the vest. You Bad. can see the whole shirt. Yeah. Yeah, they um, everything's two button rather than three button. Um, yeah, uh, they also instead of having, I think they did have his shoe like Gatsby's shoes, but like the normal way of doing spectators. Mm-hmm. They also and they like also a pair had two tone loafers that look very fifties. Yeah, they look like rockabilly shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and lots of guys bought them. I mean, when I searched up Great Gatsby Brooks Brothers, like there's a whole bunch of pictures of like old Instagram of like guys who are wearing all the stuff like the regatta again, blazer I have, I have the shirt i have like i have the eyelet white shirt and i wish i in retrospect i wish i had gotten the blue shirt because i would wear that a lot more right right exactly yeah. um yeah i mean it's it's interesting to see you know a film like this iconic that people still look back on and mm-hmm. still love watching just to get an idea of what the 20s seem to be looking like and also like how a film that has like a tie-in with merchandise because mm-hmm. you don't really see that anymore yeah. you know like there is no like lincoln collection or something you know yeah and lincoln I, did shop at Brooks the brothers. only other thing i could think of is like mad Men, which also had a brooks brothers collection and had a banana, and a banana republic. republic yeah exactly yeah but you know there's not really a lot of fashion films you know well, the, actually, doesn't Hot Topic do, like, collections for, like, every movie that Oh, that's out? true. Yeah, I mean, they like they had a little stuff, like, uh, you can get, like, Newt Scamander's uh, coat or whatever. And actually, that movie, I think, is way better costume than this one. Mm-hmm. We, maybe we'll get into that in the future one. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's The Great Gatsby, guys. Um, I hope you've enjoyed Gatsby. this kind of review and conversation about the film. Uh-huh. Uh, as always, you can find more detailed... Um, descriptions and pictures of the film uh, on our blog, Street Expressa. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get to do this more often in between uh, interviews yes, with our yeah, friends because, and, I mean, and stuff. We both, because, we, both, we both like movies where there are clothes in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, we've seen a whole bunch. You know, we could talk about Lola Land again. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Still one um, of your most popular blog posts. Yeah, that one. And also Birder on the Orient, Orient Express mm-hmm. was a big one. Um, but yeah, we, we we can always go back and stuff because we've been wanting to do Gatsby for a long time because, again, this was really formative in our menswear journey and kind yep. of started this on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. we're like, ew. Yeah, I think that's a sign of true. Like, I think I really want to do Gangster Squad next because that was kind of like what got me to like actually collecting vintage as opposed to dressing vintage inspired. Mm-hmm. Um and that movie is also a hoot. Yeah. So. Oh, my boxing a lot days of, are over. Yeah. What's funny? <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, uh, there is the style and direction all spelled out. But my personal one is at Ethan M. Wong. I'm Spencer DSO. Uh, if you could, you guys could leave a review on iTunes. That would really help us out and get more people to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Or you can just send it to your friends and just... Say, hey, there are these two nerds who make dumb jokes and uh, talk about clothes. Yeah, we're trying to get back on the every two week schedule. Sorry, this summer again. I'm working two jobs and I have an internship. I was out of the house for a month. It's been kind of busy, but I think we can we can get back into it. Yeah, definitely. If you guys have any, you know, suggestions at all, any guests or if you guys want to be on it, you know, and want to talk about talk to us, uh, send us an email at style and direction at gmail dot com or just it's probably easier if you just direct and and DM us on Mm -hmm. Instagram. Because no one really emails us anyway. No. Um, but yeah. And 
if we're gonna um oh that was a bug oh no yeah uh sorry there's a bug let the record show there was a bug in here yeah get the fuck off me you fucking bitch (laughs) okay (laughs) sorry it it, like it flew back on me um what's a good sign off from the film oh man smells so good (laughs) (laughs) smells so good good. we'll see you in the next one Bye-bye. Bye-bye.